Hey, what's going on? Shane at Shane Hubbard Fit and the Simple 60 Challenge, as well as the Barbells and Burgers podcast. Thanks for listening to a new episode of the podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about intermittent fasting. And one thing you might have noticed when you looked at the episode today is that it's only 10 minutes long, and I'm doing that on purpose. One of the things that I uh, did some content research on and I actually asked my audience was, if they listen to my podcast and a couple of other questions. And one of the things that came back as a form of feedback was that the episodes were too long. Now, traditionally, podcast episodes don't really need to be any certain length. If you look at Joe Rogan, he does like three hour podcasts. I'm not Joe Rogan. I also don't have Joe Rogan's time schedule uh, and freedom to do that sort of thing. And I think it would be best for me to consolidate my podcast episodes anyway, because I've got a job that I'm now working eight hours a day. I don't have as much flexibility with creating my content for online uh, fitness coaching. And so uh, this is this is a win-win for everyone. So uh, anyway, we're going to talk about fasting today. So I'm going to be sort of talking about the pros and cons. And I've been intermittent fasting for about four and a half, almost five years now. And I've been on it very religiously and very disciplined. I've been off of it. I've completely thrown it away. I've gone back on. And as a result of playing with intermittent fasting as a way of controlling calories and also managing calories, I've come up with a couple of personal experiences that has also been reflected in research that is really important to understand. Uh, so they're sort of the positives of the pros. And then there, I have some cons as well. And I think that there are far more cons that aren't realized because I think that when you hear about intermittent fasting, you hear all that cool fitness jargon that talks about, you know, fat burning and being in fat burning mode and all this, you know, nonsense. Um, it gets very, very exciting to like start intermittent fasting. But I also want to talk about the dark side of intermittent fasting um, because I think it makes such a difference to understand that the benefits that are talked about are real, but they're also sort of short-sighted as a result of the overall picture. So let's go ahead and talk about that. So most of you already know the benefits, right? Most of you already know the pros of intermittent fasting. What I want to talk about first is the dark side. So one of the things that intermittent fasting doesn't consider is sort of the appetite debt that you create as a form of fasting. So when you fast, obviously you're sort of restricting when you eat to a very specific time. Uh, it's usually referred to as a window. If you look at uh, time-restricted eating strategies, if you look at fasting strategies, it's all this time you know, that you can eat and times you can't eat, which I think is probably not the best way to put it, but that's the way they put it. And as a result of doing this, what you naturally do is create a calorie deficit because you are going to be controlling calories in a certain extent. Anytime you take out an entire meal, you're taking away calories that you would have otherwise ate. And as a result of taking calories away, you create a calorie deficit, which is the hallmark of fat loss. So there in and of itself is something that's really important to understand. You're simply just taking away calories the same way that keto takes away carbs, which takes away calories. And if you don't eat those calories back, you essentially get a calorie deficit. What most people don't realize is that anytime you take calories away, anytime there's some sort of restriction with a diet or an eating style, you create a calorie deficit, right? That is why you lost weight. It wasn't because you took out carbs specifically. It wasn't because you only ate between 12 and 8 p.m. It's because you took away calories. How you take away calories does not matter, which is why diets don't matter. Like one diet doesn't matter over another. I actually like to refer to them as eating styles because a diet implies that you're just doing something for a short amount of time. 
An eating style actually caters to your preference for eating. So if you really don't like that many carbohydrates, and I don't know what sort of human exists like that, but let's say that you exist like that, um, then don't eat carbohydrates. That's fine. There's nothing special about it. There's no reason to feel like you're superior because you don't eat carbs or you can resist carbs, which is something I hate in the keto community. Oh, I don't, you know, I'm not tempted by carbs. Bullshit. Everyone's tempted by bread. I mean, come on. Anyway, point is, is that there's no special thing going on with intermittent fasting. It's just calorie restriction in a different kind of device. Most calories or most diets will take out calories. Intermittent fasting just restricts when you can eat them, which is another way to organize them to, again, create a calorie deficit. So that's a very important thing to understand. The problem with that, going back to the appetite debt, the problem with that is that let's say that you are fasting until noon, which is very common, sort of traditional, but you're hungry at 8 a.m. and you're actually hungry. Like your stomach doesn't just feel like, or let me put it this way. You don't just feel like you have a craving. You're actually like, you're sitting with that feeling of hunger and it's sitting with you and it's been like that for 30 minutes and you keep ignoring it and you keep ignoring it and you keep ignoring it. And pretty soon, what you don't realize is happening is you're creating an appetite debt. So when you do eat, it's like you haven't eaten in like four or five days. Your appetite is so strong that your likelihood to overeat at that first meal or whatever meal comes after your fasting goes up. And so what you slowly start to do is you start to create almost like a binge type eating experience. And there are even doctors, there's a there's a doctor that I listened to the other day, he was on the Joe Rogan podcast podcast. I'm, I'm totally forgetting his name right now, but um, if anyone's interested, I will show you the actual episode that he talks about this, where um, Joe Rogan, you know, after talking about intermittent fasting, and all the benefits asks him, you know, well, because he goes on to explain the fact that he basically doesn't eat until like 4 p.m. And then he has a huge meal. And he even admits that he might have a small uh, disordered eating problem, which is kind of interesting that a doctor would be that open about sort of admitting something that doesn't make him look good. But sort of in a subtle way, he's admitting that intermittent fasting might not be the best approach for him. In fact, it might actually be feeding his natural, or I shouldn't say natural, but his learned behavior when it comes to intermittent fasting and, and sort of the way that he likes to eat, which he likes to eat very huge meals. Now, it's controlling his calories he knows more about this than the average person. So I'm not going to say that like what he's doing is wrong, but it probably doesn't work for your average, you know, Jane or Jill. Well, that's two girl names. I meant to say Jim and Jane, <laughs> but it could be two women too. It doesn't matter. It doesn't work for your average Jim or Jane who is trying to manage their life and also try to reduce calories and also try to just live kind of at least somewhat normally, right? There needs to be a push away from this idea that intermittent fasting is like this holy grail of fat loss. It's just a calorie deficit package in a different way. And the sooner you realize that, the sooner you start to realize that no approach is really a special, unique, more effective approach. All it is is a way to organize calories. And if you so choose to do intermittent fasting and it helps you create a calorie deficit that's reasonable and it helps you organize your nutrition and your eating and all of that in a, in a way that's sustainable, then more power to you. That would be a positive thing. Um, so I've talked a little bit about the dark side. Let's go quickly into the positives. I think the most positive thing that you can get out of intermittent fasting is understanding what actual hunger feels like. Not pushing to the point where you're like, 
you know, hungry for six hours just because you got to make it to your window, which is such this, such a fucking stupid idea. But anyway, it teaches you what real hunger feels like so that you can identify it and know when you're actually really hungry versus just like, oh, my stomach hurts in the morning. Um, you know, that could be a million different things. But when you sit with your hunger and you realize, oh, this is actually staying with me. It's been like half an hour to an hour. I think it's a good time to eat. I think my body actually needs nutrition. A lot of us have gotten away from that feeling and don't know what that feels like. So it's not a bad idea to use kind of an intermittent fasting protocol or at least a sit with your hunger for longer than five minutes protocol and not just feeding yourself anytime your stomach feels the slightest bit of pain. I think that's important. I think that's necessary in today's world where we have food 24 seven. So that's kind of the main positive, but just to close out the last minute of this episode, I think it's really important to, to think deeply about why you want to intermittent fast. If you think it's going to be effective for you, great. If you're just doing it because you think it's this like secret fat loss plan, it's not. And it's not going to do things for you that other forms of calorie restriction can do very easily. So anyway, that's my two cents on intermittent fasting. Hope that helps you out today. Don't forget to rate the podcast if you get a chance. That would be more than helpful. I'll see you in a future episode.